Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is attorney Matt Mangus, and joining me today is attorney Sean McLaughlin, who's lectured uh, uh, various topics throughout South Central Pennsylvania, including the topic of this program, Safety at Church. Now, Sean, on our last program, we wrapped up with talking about the idea of a uh, a safety committee or leadership team um, making a list of the types of threats that could be uh, facing a church. What types of things should be on, or, or at least potentially, on that list of threats? Well, that's right, and this is what your safety leadership team is going to want to begin by doing. Um, as I mentioned, uh, some of the things on the list may be unanticipated and severe weather events, disruptive or violent visitors, whether armed or not, uh, people who are attempting to remove children, such as a dis- uh, custody dispute situation, um, protecting kids from an abuse as a regular course of doing business. Medical emergencies may be on that list, as, and well, should be on that list as well. Okay, so the, the safety leadership team has this list uh, put together. Once they do that, what next? Well, I'd recommend putting the list then in a priority order. The safety leadership team Uh, may want to prioritize the items to address the most crucial ones first, or perhaps to address the most likely events first. Then, within each listed area, you'll begin to to discuss what your plans and procedures will actually be. And this is why it's so important to have people on the safety leadership team who are knowledgeable in such matters. Let's take, for example, a disruptive uh, person and the use of firearms in the church. Um, That might be an item on your list. Well, who do you want to carry firearms in the church? Just anyone? Have, do they have to be members of the team? If so, must they be trained? And what kind of training do you require of them? Must their training be updated annually? Will there be guidelines as to how much force can be used to stop a bad guy in a given situation? For example, is a person who walks in and talks loudly or shouts down the pastor, let's say during his message, is that person going to be treated with the same force, if you will, as an armed assailant? So have team members be told or trained how to diffuse situations with words and not force uh, or use of weapons. They need to be trained in these things. Okay, so what will happen after the safety leadership team has this safety plan substantially in order, prioritized? Well, you need to identify, this is the safety leadership team, needs to identify subcommittees that they're going to have or need, and I've identified seven of them for you here potential subcommittees. One, you'll have a medical subcommittee. Two, security committee for the people and the building. Three, you have an emergency subcommittee. Four, children and youth. Five, technology, very important. Six, you'll have an usher subcommittee. And then seven, transportation. You may have others, but I think this is a wonderful place to start. But the next, after you've done this, the next step is to recruit those people who are then going to serve on these subcommittees. These people will be the subject to an interview and a written application for information about their skills and abilities, their knowledge base, and so on. And note I said serve. I use that word because this is a ministry just as surely as teaching a Sunday school class. It is important work that needs and today absolutely needs to be done. Now, this team will need to have a meeting scheduled. Um, but they're also going to have schedules for the workers so that no one gets burned out. Everyone needs a break, so be sure to provide breaks regularly for these team members. 
For that reason, do not allow team members to willy-nilly be excused from their periods of service. That affects the whole group, the morale, and puts safety in jeopardy as well. So you've got your team in place. Uh, what, if anything, should we be doing next? Well, after you have the details of your safety plan hammered out and the safety team selected, you'll want to roll out that plan to those involved. And your plan may cut across several types of areas. Um, as I said, ushers, parking attendants, greeters, youth workers, and so on. You want to be sure that all those who will possibly be working in each particular area basically has a good working knowledge of your plan, whether they're directly or indirectly involved. Okay, thanks, Sean. That's all the time we have for today's program. Uh, we'll continue this series of uh, Safety at Church on our next program. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.